Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Last week, we preached the meaning, the vitality, the possibilities of increased faith. Now, this is part two. You need to know how powerful your faith is because I'm going to tell you, faith without works is, de it, it, is dead. I mean, I mean, it's got some power, and the Bible says now faith is. Don't put it in the future. That overstrange your emotions. Keep it in the now so you can get answers for the now. So let's go to part two of this wonderful message, the meaning, the vitality, and the possibilities of increased faith. It will touch you. Call a friend. Tell them to turn this television on. Get a pencil and a paper. Take some notes. You're going to learn something again today. Watch this now. Increased faith brings to life truths which seem dead and ineffectual. See, but they'll come out. They'll be birthed. They will resurrect. Like you're believing for your kids. You know, you know how kids can drive you nuts, especially teenagers. Good God. And, t and, and they stay longer now. Let that sink for a second. They stay at your house longer now. And they're 22 and 23 and they're still at your house. Good God. No, when, when, when I graduated from high school, dad said, you're on your own, boy. Suck it up, go. But today, man, you got some of them, they, I mean, they're 40 years old, still living with mama. Good Lord. You get a job, boy. A job. Yeah, J-O-B. Ain't Job. It's job. <laughs> Come on, boy. Truths become vital reality in your life and in your environment. See, see that, that crease faith will wake up that truth, that, 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 that truth that's dead and ineffectual, and it becomes vital reality in your life because it produces a different environment for you to function in. That's what Jesus was trying to tell these boys. Oh man, I don't know if I can forgive somebody seven times. He said, I'll take it further, 70 times seven. That's 490 times you have to forgive somebody in one day. How many times I counted? 487. I forgive you. 488. I forgive you. 489. I forgive you. 490. I forgive you. 491. I'm going to kill you, sucker. <laughs> it's over now, Jack. You got, oh, you want some trouble? Here it comes. And I said, Lord, I did your word. <laughs> he messed up 491 times. Now, leave him dead. Don't raise him from the dead. See, people counting him many times. So truths become vital reality in your life and in your environment, see. Everyone had faith in me that knew me that I would preach the gospel after I was saved, but I didn't have it. I said, y'all done lost y'all ever-loving mind. You know why? Because I was still thinking about the stuff I did before I was saved, and God had no accounting of that at all. He didn't cover my sin. He washed it all away. So I saw myself with those flaws. God saw myself clean through the word. You see what I'm saying? I said, I, 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 I haven't been to Bible school. I, I, I've never been to theological school. He said, that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with being educated. I believe in ed education. But you see, he wasn't trying to intellectualize my mind. 
He was trying to get what was in my spirit out to this intellectual mind. You see what I'm saying? See, why? Because faith is independent. Say that. Faith is independent. Now, now here's the rest of the point. Faith is independent of experience. It don't care what experience says. It's independent of it. Faith is independent of experience and, and in a way creates its objective by doing that. It sees in darkness and believes without evidence. It, it don't need no evidence at all because the evidence of faith is not seen because it's independent. It, it's independent of experience. Yeah, we tried. That didn't work. That's not faith. That's trying. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Listen to me. Faith is independent of experience and in a way creates its objective by doing that. It sees in darkness and believes without evidence. It just believes without evidence. Now everybody wants evidence. Faith don't need no evidence. Uh-uh. It creates evidence. And it's, it keeps <laughs> invisible because if you can't see it, the devil can't see it. Both of y'all blind as a bat. Devil said, I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know neither, but something coming. Do you see that? It's independent, completely of experience. You know, three banks told me I couldn't do this, what you're sitting in. They call it the campus. I learned that from David Solstrand. He said, you built a campus. I said, a campus? Never thought of it like that. I just thought of built a church. You know? But if you think about it, I guess it is a campus. Yeah, and, then, and you know what they said? But you can't do that. That was Whitney Bank. That was First American Bank. That was Hibernia Bank. You know the people you used to work for? <laughs> do you need some increased faith? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. They were looking for evidence. Because they had learned by experience. I hadn't learned by experience. I walked by faith and not by sight. So I said, okay, then I won't use you. Oh, Lord, who do you think you are? I want to say, sit your ugly self down, because I'm going to tell you who I am. Because in the beginning, God created Jesse and gave him the same stuff that he created everything else. And I listened. I did not deny the experiences. I did not it's right to affect me. I wouldn't even look at the finances when I was building this. I would not look at the building fund. Did I want to look at the building fund? Did I want to look at the building fund? <laughs> when you're getting bills, 600,000 here, 300 and something thousand there. And that contractor, Ray Chronic, I didn't sign a contract with him on this. Millions and millions of dollars. Why? Had faith in me. What did you show him? Nothing. It was invisible. But he picked it up. He believed me. Ooh. How powerful belief is. And that other phenomenal word called trust. In free, I love, this is my favorite point. Increased faith creates a cosmos out of chaos. In other words, it's chaos. 
and your faith creates a cosmos. There was chaos. And God said, light be. Boom, man. Planets, stars, moons. You see, people live in the chaotic. I live in the cosmos. Show me trouble and I'll make it a beautiful universe. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. That's what increased faith does. It creates a cosmos out of chaos. When we were watching that race, I saw them horses straining. I mean, straining. Nostrils flared. I know their body was screaming. They're that close to death. Uh, Laura was telling me, I said, why don't they stop as soon as they cross the line? She said, they'd have a heart attack. You see them after, you see the jockey stand up, you see them, he'll take a boot, I guess a mile, a mile, not a mile, I mean a quarter of a mile, or so many, three sixteenths, or whatever you call it, so he can give it time for his heart to slow down a little bit. And as soon as the ones that don't lose, the ones that lost, they pull that side off and hit them with a bucket of water. But now the winner, you got the jockey on top of him going, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the horse is saying, Get off. Get off. I did what you asked me to do. Get off. Where's my water? Where, 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 where the barn? But when you're a champion, you can carry any weight that's put on you. You see, now watch that. All them horses going crazy, but one of them created a cosmos out of chaos. And that's what makes a champion. That's why I believe in God. Show me a scientist that can create anything. Because <laughs> this is shot in the dark. Show me a doctor that's not practicing. Well, we're going to try this. Whoa, wait, wait. How come I'm, uh, how come I'm the guinea pig? Hmm. See what I'm saying? But just I got a marriage that's in trouble. Oh, you got chaos. Yeah. Well, let's create a cosmos. Amen. And it's not done by sex. Well, I lost a few of you right there. <laughs> I had to wake you up. That word wakes up everybody. People. What do you say? What do you say? say? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's part of that marriage, but it, it doesn't hold that marriage together. What holds that marriage together? Faith. Embedded in trust. See, increased faith creates a cosmos out of chaos. I'm going to go over this at the end, so if you miss some points. It's not a doctrine. Faith is not a doctrine or a system of historical fact. You know what it is? It's faith in a person. They said increase my faith. What they needed was not quantity, but quality. What is faith? It's faith in a person. How many of you save? Hold your hand. Prove it. Show me a document. Where's the certificate? Where's Jesus' signature on it? Where is it? 
Where is it? She showed me something on her arm. That's going to die, sweetheart. That arm going to rock like a, like, like a rock. It's just, uh-uh. Prove it. Got one signed by an angel. We'll take it a little lower. How do you know? Answer the question. Yeah. You, I know you know the answer. You're just scared I'd, I'd jump on you. If, if you say something wrong, you're going, Faith. Yeah. So invisible. So unbelievable. But it works. You didn't listen to the meteorologist today. Oh. You know, that's the only job I know that you can get it wrong all the time and never apologize. (laughs) Nothing against the meteorologist, you know. I mean, hey, I like you, Margaret Orr. I do, I like you. I like your hair. It didn't look nice. (laughs) Holly, I think you do her hair. Is that correct? I think you've done it. You've done it before at times. I don't know. She's been at H2. Watch this. Yeah. And they don't even think twice about it. Oh, that hurricane's coming. Uh, It stopped. But you done left the house, <laughs> fighting all that traffic, and it went somewhere else. How many of you have to repent from cursing in that car? <laughs> Increased faith creates a cosmos out of chaos. It's not a doctrine or a system of historical fact. It's faith in a person. Why do I believe what I believe? It, I have faith in Jesus. See, increased faith makes you think of life entirely through the eyes of trust. That's what it does. It makes you think entirely through the eyes of trust. Trust in the Lord and do good. Let me say it again. Increased faith makes you think of life entirely through the eyes of trust. See what I'm saying? So if you start at the top, increased faith creates a cosmos out of chaos because it's not a doctrine or a system of historical fact. It's faith in a person. Jesus died, resurrected, and coming back. Increased faith makes you think of life entirely through the eyes of trust. How many of you know Jesus is coming? You just know it. Why? Because you trust it. You see what I'm saying? That's why Jesus told his disciples to do some things that totally just blows your intellectual mind. He said, when you go out preaching, uh, don't take anything with you. Just go. And when they came back, he said, did you like anything? Because you see, that was faith in that person. <laughs> How many times when they stole my offerings when I first started out? Steal them. Just take them. Got to endure hardness, young man, as a, as a soldier of Jesus Christ. Oh, and that makes you a thief? The people didn't do that. People that gave, they thought it was coming. I didn't get it. Run out of gas. 3 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. What are you going to do? Well, hitchhike. How many miles you got to go? 250. Happened so many times. Hungry. One preacher gave me $10 and said, if I go to Popeye's and buy a Coke, I get a free biscuit for a week. I don't eat Popeye's biscuits anymore. 
in seven days, I had seven biscuits. Yet, oh, my faith was shouting. Thank you, Lord, that you called me. See, I was creating a cosmos out of chaos and didn't even realize it. Then here come a heathen from hell. What you doing there, boy? Go ahead and fill your car up. I said, that's all right. Because it ran out of gas. I pushed it there. Thank God it ran out only about maybe 50 yards from the gas station. But even that's, is, that's hard to push a car. No, go ahead and fill it up. No, that's all right, sir. Go ahead and fill yours up. And he's pick up, pick up, he called it a pick him up, up truck. Pick him up, up, something like that. I said, what? And I hadn't eaten a week because they didn't feed me. You don't remember, see, nobody knows those things. They want to criticize me about that house. They want to cr criticize me about that, that plane. Where were you? You, the critical spirit. Where were you? And God sent a heathen. And a man walks out the little 7-Eleven store. Hey, I found a bag of popcorn. If you'd like to eat it, I'll take it, man. And he looked at me. What do you do? I said, I'm, I'm a preacher. Where have you been preaching at? I said, about 80 miles down the road. What's the name of the town? I told him. He said, that's where I live. What church you preach at? I told him. He said, my wife didn't want me to go to that church. They didn't give you an offering? I didn't want to say nothing. He said, they didn't give you an offering? I said, well, did they pick up offerings for you? Oh, yes, sir. I was young. I was 28 years old. He was about 60. I thought he was real old. I passed that years ago. <laughs> he said, they stole your money? Um, he goes, well, son, he starts cussing. You fill in the blanks. I mean, cussing, cussing. And blankety blank, no good trashy blankety blanks. I'm just looking at it. big guy. Blankety blank, he said, you hungry boy? Boy, touch me, I think about that. Hey. Go in that store. Get you some bread and some meat. I'm going to feed you. Throw away that popcorn. I said, I'll eat it for dessert. <laughs> I go throw it away. Oh, that was hard. Pull that gas cap off. Fill that tank up. Them blankety blank, no good, trashy blankety blank. I want to say, yeah, them blankety blank, no good. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> Come out here with that food. He said, boy, never quit preaching. Here's $700. I was crying with bologna and cheese in my mouth. <laughs> I started my car. It had one car. 
<coughs> and they caught the gas. Why'd you do that? Trust. You know, trusting God is powerful. Faith is powerful because, like I said, faith is in a person. And what that, that's in God Almighty, in Jesus Christ, in the Holy Ghost. You just believe and you have faith that what they say you and they will do. It's just that simple. Listen, we need to pray every day for increased faith. Why? Because all it does is gives you more access to God. Not just when we need to forgive somebody. Let me tell you what faith does. It creates a cosmos, something beautiful out of like any chaos in life, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. It doesn't make any difference. Faith is an answer. Faith is a great companion when you're in trouble. Praise God. I'm telling you, it just is. I love this question this man named Joe sent me. He said, if it, listen to how he said it. If you're living from paycheck to paycheck and unable to pay your tithes, and you continue to pray for increase, should you just put in what you have, even if it's just $5 or $10? I truly listen to your teachings, and I want to give. I know that, Joe, you do. Yeah, any seed is accepted by God Almighty. But tithing, see, is, it, it, it opens up the windows of heaven for you. Now, people say, well, you don't have to tithe. No, you don't even have to get saved. You don't want to. If you want to go to hell, you can too. No, we're not talking about have to. It's about wanting to. See, Joe, you want to do that. So by doing that and praying for it, you're going to do that. And God's going to bless you. Yes, any seed to God, God says, thank you. That's what I love about God, you know. But I like giving my tithe and offerings and first fruits. And I like doing all those things. And you know what? You say, but I'm not there yet. But you're going to get there. Yes, you are. You are going to get there, Joe. So I'm praying for you and believe in God. Yes, put something in there. I don't care. A mustard seed can grow a tree as high as 12 foot tall. And they say it's one of the smallest seeds that, uh, that we have on the earth. A mustard seed. Yeah, think about that. So every seed will grow a harvest. So thank you, Joe, for bringing and sending in that question. What a blessing of God. You see, now what I just told Joe will happen to anyone else that's watching here. If you just believe him, come on, use your faith. It don't take much to get a big harvest. And I mean that sincerely. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I tell you, we'll show you some wonderful things at JDM, and I'll be back in just a moment. Watch. Can you really have everything God has put on your heart? Can you ask anything in Jesus' name? Jesus says you can. Jesse's book, Your Everything Is His Anything, will revolutionize your life. Whether you have a vision, a dream, or something that your heart desires, your everything is as anything is going to inspire you to believe and achieve it all. It's time to expand your view of what prayer and faith can do in your life. Your everything is his anything. Order your copy today. I'm so excited about our August product offer. Your everything is as anything. I love this book. Are you ready to learn what Jesus really said about asking? Think about that for a minute. Are you going to find out how you are going to find out how you use the power of Jesus' name? in your life. To get your copy, all you got to do is go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. I love writing this book because when God gave me that, your, your everything, everything, I said everything, your everything is his anything. I'll do what you ask if you believe me. Get this book, it'll change your life and bless you. Thank you, partners, once again for being so courteous and kind. In all the years that we've been preaching this gospel, 47 years, I say it almost every program, we've never had a financial deficit. Number one is because of you, and number two is because I refuse to believe in deficit. Now, I know that sounds nuts, but God said he would supply how many need? All. 
Not some, all. Pardon this unbeliever not only for your needs, but for your desires and for your wants. Thank you for your faithful financial support to this ministry. I wish all this television was free, but it's not. But that's okay. That's how they, those people make a living. So I just want to preach more, and I'm going to preach more, get more people saved, more people healed. Because of your faithful financial support, we do that. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. We're totally debt-free. Father, bless my partners with the hundredfold return. You put this hundredfold on me, Lord, this anointing of increase. I want it to come on every partner. Lord, that they have more than enough to do what they want, when they want, where they want, and how they want. I thank you for my partners. They're my extended family, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love praying for my partners. I love praying for you. Now, if you're not a partner to this ministry, pray about becoming one. Nothing too small and nothing too big. I'm going to tell you something. We got more projects. We got little projects. We got big projects. I mean, we are constantly doing something. I, really, I, me, I told Kathy, I said, Kathy, we just don't take vacations. We got to start, you know, in one of these days. But you know what? As soon as we think about doing something, I said, let's go preach something out. And she'll say, I'm going. I'm going with you. We just have a wonderful time. Now, don't miss next week. A really unique sermon. You know what the title of it is? It's not who is in the White House. It's who in the church house, because in the church house is what changes everything. See you next week. Bye-bye. Don't miss this special Friday event in Nashville, Tennessee on August 11th. You never use your faith for something possible. Faith has to be used for impossible things. Hallelujah. I believe we're going to hear essential things that are going to transform us. Get ready. Jesse and Kathy Duplantis' special Friday event, August 11th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. in Nashville, Tennessee at Faith is the Victory Church. Ladies and gentlemen, our August partner offer is a wonderful message I preach. It's not who's in the White House. It's who's in the church house. Now, you think about that. Everybody wondering what's going on about the White House. Forget about it. Forget about it like the Italians say. It's who's in the church house. And who's in the church house? Jesus Christ, and he has the answer to everything, and he never lies. I hope you get this thing today. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. Order your copy today at jdm.org. Why are y'all worried about what's going on in this country? Are you in the church? Are you in the church? Are you in the church? Then the gates of hell are not prevail against you. 
I don't care what's happening out there. Well, suppose, suppose brother Jesse, they say you can't preach anymore. We'll put you in jail. Then I'm going to jail. Jesus went to jail. I feel honored. Ha! 